Come one, come all. Muddy boots will wander where sneakers never will. Moving on the back roads, through the backwoods, and into the cracks of our imagination. A podcast disguised as a sound painting. Or is it a sound painting disguised as a podcast? Tune in to hear a patchwork of sound, snippet, and song. Field recordings from wherever. The random whimsical. And the rare and not so rare. My name is Dreary Drab Tenali, and this is part two of Doom, Doldrums, and Fear, Hard Times. We're going to explore the heebie-jeebies of the bleak, dark pitfalls of hardship, pain, and struggle. With the current state of affairs in the world today, from politics to racism to gender inequality, to climate change, you name it, it's easy to see, without resorting to nihilism, how one may have a bleak outlook on things. Can we turn this ship around? Will greed, power, and dogma be the doom of humans? We shall see, says the man named Time. Robert Anton Wilson once said, anyone in the United States today who isn't paranoid must be crazy. In these strange days, it's hard to argue otherwise. But there's always solace in music. And that's why this episode is here. To lift us up, in spite of everything. So let's ride this train of paranoia and hope we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We will begin with an aptly titled poem by Shel Silverstein called Paranoid. Everybody says I'm paranoid. They all think I'm crazy. They all smile to my face. But they'd like to see me die. They put poison in my coffee. They put ground glass in my oatmeal. They put spiders in my tennis shoes and crap in my pecan pie. It's hard to stop and figure out where did it all begin. You see, my father wanted a little girl, and my mother wanted twins. And my grandpa admired Hitler, so everything I did was wrong. And I'm gonna stop now, cause even though you're smiling, I know you hate this song. Yeah, and I know you're only listening, cause you don't want to hurt my feelings. 
and you're just waiting for me to leave so you can laugh about my open fly. You put the poison in my coffee. You put the ground glass in my oatmeal. You put the spiders in my tennis shoes. And you crap in my pecan pie. I know. Don't deny it. I know. I know. I know. a god. A man comes from the country begging admittance to the law. But the god cannot admit him. Can he hope to enter at a later time? That is possible, says the god. The man tries to peer through the entrance. He had been taught that the law should be accessible to every man. Do not attempt to enter without my permission, says the god. I am very powerful, yet I am the least of all the gods. From hall to hall, door after door, each god is more powerful than the last. By the god's permission, the man sits down by the side of the door, and there he waits. For years, he waits. Everything he has, he gives away in the hope of bribing the god who never fails to say to him, I take what you give me, only so that you will not feel that you have left something undone. Keeping his watch during the long years, the man has learned to know even the fleas in the guard's fur collar. And growing childish in old age, he begs the very fleas to persuade the guard to change his mind and allow him to enter. His sight is dimmed, but in the darkness he perceives a radiance streaming immortally from the door of the law. And now, before he dies, all his experience condenses into one question, a question he has never asked. He beckons to the god. Says the god, you are insatiable, what is it now? Says the man, every man strives to attain the law. How is it then that in all these years, no one else has ever come here seeking admittance? His hearing has failed, so the guard yells into his ear, no one else but you could ever have obtained admittance. No one else could enter this door. This door was intended only for you. And now, I'm going to close it.
rest me for murder. I ain't never harmed a man. Rest me for murder, Lord, I ain't harmed a man. Women hollering murder, and I ain't raised my hand. I ain't got nobody to get me out on bond. I ain't got nobody to get me out on bond. I would not mind, but I ain't done nothing wrong. Please, Judge Horace, make it light as you possibly can. Please, Judge Horace, make it light as you possibly can. I ain't did no wank, Judge, and I don't know when. My woman come on running with a hundred dollars in her hand. Come on running, my woman with a hundred dollars in her hand. I just please spare my man. One hundred dollars won't do. Better run in and get your three. One hundred dollars won't do. Better run in and get your three. I can keep your man from penitentiary. Obviously, isn't anything of any importance. <laughs> Quite honestly, I can't remember a single offense that could be charged against me. It's obviously a mistake, something very trivial. But the real question is who accuses me? Well, what do you mean? What authority? Well, don't you worry about that, me? mister. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but. I'm afraid you won't find any subversive literature or pornography. Don't touch those record albums. What's this thing? That's my pornograph. My phone. What's this? What's what? A circular line with four holes. Circular. No, it's not really circular. It's more ovular. Don't write that down. Ovular. For sake. Why not? Ovular. We can't not write it down just because you say we shouldn't. Ovular isn't even a word. You deny that there's an ovular shape concealed under this rug? He denies everything. Mrs. Grubach's husband was a dentist. Oh, there she is now. Mrs. Grubach? Mrs. Grubach? This was Dr. Grubach's office. That don't matter. She can't come in here. That dental chair was screwed to these four places in the floor. You want some good advice, mister? Well, I 
I wouldn't want the others to hear about it. Oh, now you want money, I suppose. Well, you've got the wrong man. That's what they all say. I mean, bribery. bribery. I don't happen to believe... Now, wait a minute. Have I asked you to give me anything, sir, mister? No, wait a minute. We're leaving, mister. You're not going to be one of them troublemakers, now, are you? Well, 18, I'm standing oh, well. Standing in a line Well, it's well, 18, I'm standing oh, well. Standing in a line Standing in a line Well, it rang like silver And it shone like gold Well, it shone like gold Well, it rang like silver And Shall I go? Where shall I go? Well, I wanna know how much you I can't even consider that it applies to me. Of course not, Mr. K. Aren't you going to eat something? Men two coming into my room the way they did. Well, I simply wasn't prepared. Something one out of the roads around some Told me down their line. Something one out 
I'm also claiming invasion of privacy and rank abuse of basic civil rights. Hold on, that's quite Oh, surprised. I don't pretend to know the legal terminology, but I can get a lawyer to help me out about that. It also happens that a very well-known advocate is a close personal friend of the family. You aren't threatening to register an official complaint, are you? Yes, I am, I am. And I might also mention a rather clumsy attempt to work me for a bribe. There she comes. Your friend, Miss Bursner. Yes. Well, she's not exactly my friend. Not that it's any business of yours. Are you, you can stay here all morning? What do we do now? Take fingerprints? We can do that at the station. Station? Where else could you register an official complaint? Oh, well, we can forget about that. It's on the record. You did use the word threatening.
easy it is to get demoralized, isn't it? Well, of course, that's what they want. That's what they're counting on. I'm not such a fool that you I don't see that pretty something. clear. You must have done something. Oh, don't say that. Don't you say that. Oh, somebody's been telling lies about it. Could be it. Rumors. They're always flying around for no reason. Rumors? Yeah, well, well at the office. What kind of rumors? You mean in my case? That's just it. I haven't the faintest idea. Jesus! I hope it isn't political. Oh, no, no, nothing like that. Politics! Don't go dragging me into it. Oh, Miss Burson, we're just talking in circles. That's not my fault. I'm not talking in circles. I don't even want to talk. What are you doing in here, anyway? Well, you invited me. That's what you say. Oh, Miss Burstner, please. Please what? Listen, if you're in trouble, I'm sorry. I'm real sorry. But keep me out of it. I did, I am. I told them you didn't have anything to do with me, but they wouldn't listen. It was maddening. And then when they started to mess around with your mother's photograph... What? Who's been messing around with my mother's photographs? Well, Rabenstein, I think it was. But also the police. The police? Well, that's what I've been telling you. Miss get, get out! Get out of here! Miss Persner, please! Get out and stay out and leave me alone! Miss Persner, please, hold the other lodger snake and Mrs. Grubach, you awake. Get the hell out of my room! Oh, I'm out! Fire and ruin, why? 
are slain fan Baltimore, the beautiful city. That's right, I don't. I filled this out in your name, and so you won't get lost. I've drawn your little map on the back. Thanks. You'll present that immediately on arrival. When is that? Immediately. Tonight? I hope you won't have too much trouble locating it. Well, if I do, these two can always set me straight. What exactly do you mean? Aren't they supposed to trail around after me wherever I go, observing my movements? No. They aren't going to follow. That isn't their job.
yet Pray won't do no good I'm crying will help you Pray won't do no good When I let it break Mom, you got to move I work on the ladder Mom, both night and day I work on the ladder Mom, both night and day The work so hard Keep the water away I had a woman She would do for me I'm going back to my used to be All me no laughing, call me to weep and moan If I mean no laughing, call me to weep and moan Come and leave my baby and my happy home
I've got no silver and I've got no gold. I'm almost naked and I done turn cold. It's hot time. People, boy, it's hot time. When you're down and out. You ask that judge to treat you well. You walk for a hundred dollars, he'll send you to Atlanta. It's hot time.
my baby did and gone But I stood there when tears streaming down God, I stood there, man, you know the tears come rolling down. Said you know about that my poor baby didn't of some kind. That means you've all come rushing in here to listen and nose out what you can about me. Half of you clapped. It was just a leading me on. Get out of my way. Maybe you wanted some practice in fooling an innocent man. Perhaps you found some amusement in the fact that I seriously expected you to be interested in justice. One moment. I merely wish to point out that tonight you have thrown away with your own hand all the advantages which an interrogation invariably confers just you wait.
Officer! What are you doing here? We're going to be flogged. You want We're going to be beat. It's all because of you, yeah, Mr. Young. Yeah. Hey, why? It's all your fault, Mr. You caused the thing about us to the authorities. You accused us of corruption. You lied to complain. I only, I only mentioned it to the inspector. And to the examining magistrate. Come on, let's get out of here. accused us of soliciting for bribes. Well, you're not exactly innocent. You know what kind of money we're expected to live on? You wouldn't be so hard on us. I've got a family to feed. Frank here wants to get married. Anyway, it's the custom for the arresting officers to get the prisoner's body linen. Yeah. Well, what difference could a few shirts make to anybody once, once he's arrested? Nothing. Nothing at all. But still, you had to go ahead and denounce us. Well, it, it wasn't anything personal. I was just defending a principle. Didn't I tell you? I told you the gentleman arrested would be punished. If anybody don't believe I got a red cross cane, go out in my backyard, look at my red cross cane. Oh. Baby, don't you want to go?
if you could see your way through to letting them off just this once, I'd certainly appreciate it. What are you trying to do? Nothing. You plan to lodge a complaint against me? No, I haven't lodged any complaint. Why, if I wanted those men to be punished, I, I, I could just leave right now and, and, and close the door and close my eyes and ears and, and forget about the whole thing. But, but I don't think they should be punished. They're not to blame. It's, it's, it's the people above them that should be punished. The, the, the authorities, the, the whole organization. Now, if it were one of the high judges you were flogging, I wouldn't mind a bit. I'd even, I'd even pay extra to encourage the good work. I don't please, take please. bribes, not in any circumstances. Please, please. Please, 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 try to get me off. Frank here, he's older than I am. His, his nerves are better, he can take us. He's been punished before, but, but there ain't a single... I can't wait any longer. <laughs>
from a certain point onward, there is no longer any turning back. That is the point that must be reached. Franz Kafka, The Trial. We're in knee-deep now, so onwards we must, to go forth through all the turmoil and despair, in order to prevail. Welcome again to Muddy Boots. My name is Turbulent Tenali, and thanks for listening to the A-side of Doom, Doldrums, and Fear, Hard Times, Part 2. For a playlist, please go to muddybootsradio.org. I invite you to subscribe to Muddy Boots wherever you get your podcasts. And please, spread the word to your friends and family who may also enjoy listening to this show. Alrighty, check out the B-side. See you over yonder. Whoa.